taking away external stimuli and gravity, your body's allowed to rest, your brain kind of follows suit. It, it's something that, that definitely has to be experienced to, to really understand what it's like. This is The Fit Mess with Zach and Jeremy. Well, if there's ever been a time that I've wanted to just float away from the world's problems, this is it. Uh, this is The Fit Mess. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, my name is Jeremy and his name is Zach. What's up, everyone? And man, uh, the world could not be more uh, fucked up and chaotic than it is right now, I don't think. Uh, although every time I think that, things get a little bit weirder. Um, so in a few minutes, we are going to talk with somebody about uh, a, a tool that has existed for a long time, uh, but is new to me. It's uh, it's called floating, and it's literally getting in a large tank filled with very, very salty water and floating. And it is a, an incredibly um, relaxing very peaceful, very quiet, if that is something you're looking for. Uh, it is all of those things and more. So we'll talk about all that in just a little bit. Um, but uh, Zach, I don't know about you, but I know on this end of, uh, of the country, stress is, is peaking. I'm, uh, I'm just eating like a garbage dumpster, uh, even though I am still working out every day. Um, but uh, and, and I don't want this to just be a bitch session, but, but there is some steam that needs to be blown off. So, so let's check in with you. What's going on in, in your uh, part of the world? Yeah. Uh, so on top of everything that's going on, right, my house is just kind of falling apart around me, which is interesting. It's a relatively new house, but mm. things are just breaking that require like, and not the little things, right? Like bringing a plumber, put a new faucet on or something like that. No, mm. we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars worth of potentially permanent damage to the house if it's not fixed right so that's bubbling we've got riots going on we've got this pandemic if anyone still remembers that <laughs> right yeah and I, and i had to go to the grocery store today so like i'm just i'm at my mask my yeah. max right now so it's uh i've uh, uh I, i've been looking for all kinds of escape uh one of the biggest ones has been the refrigerator in the pantry uh, another one has been, I've just been staring at social media and I know better, but my God, I get sucked in and, and all of my friends who I agree with, who say things like, if you see racism, call it out, especially as a white guy, you got to stand up and you got to say something. So then I see my, my white colleagues and, and contacts on these various social media pages and they're saying really racist shit. And so then I call it out and then it turns into this debate and it gets ugly because nobody, nobody who thinks like that wants to have a rational conversation about why hate is wrong. Mm -hmm. So it just gets so toxic and it just like it drains whatever is left uh, after just being aware of what's going on in the world and feeling helpless and feeling like you can't do anything to help. And, you know, and things like you're talking about, like going to the store, we went to Target the other day and for the most part, people were masked. There were yep. several that were not. And you just look at them and think, do you not know what's happening in the world? Like, how selfish are you that you can't put on a piece of paper for the 25 minutes you're going to be in here mm -hmm. to make everyone else feel a little better and to not make this last longer? Right. And not to cause a scene. I think the worst part that I, I was at Target, too, and I saw um, a family, husband, wife, and a, and a I don't know, four or five year old girl, they were all wearing masks, but they had them all down around their neck, not yeah. over their face. Yeah. I was like, just put the fucking things on. So put the anyway. things on, but also the people that are, that have them on, but then take them off to talk and then put it back on and take it off to talk. 
Or, you know, they go over and they're, they're waiting in line at the bathroom. So while they're waiting, they let it dangle from their ear. Or mm-hmm. the employee who's there, you know, directing traffic to make sure that everyone stays far enough apart. But he's got it down under his nose. Yeah. So it's like, you, you might as well not wear it. Just, <laughs> you're not doing it right. Stop doing that. Yeah. <sighs> Very frustrated. I'm frustrated and- with the world. I'm frustrated with people willingly making things worse because of selfish behavior. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get on a soapbox. That, that's not what we're here to do. But it's just the stress is overwhelming right now. Well, it is our show. I mean, we can get on a soapbox every now and again. <laughs> that's true. So as I mentioned, uh, I've, I've been looking all over for different kinds of escape. And uh, one of the things that, that has kept me sane has been, you know, we talked to Shanti uh, several weeks ago uh, about his 60-day uh, challenge. I'm still doing it. I'm still in it. I think, I'm, I think I missed a day. So I've got a day to make up this weekend. But for the most part, um, getting in that... 30 to 45 minute, maybe hour, depending on the program, uh, of, of just busting my ass every day has been a huge, uh, release valve, but that's, that's kind of been it. It's been very difficult. Work has been very demanding. So I'm, I'm looking for ways to, uh, to escape. And, uh, oh, another thing I'm doing uh, tons of TV at night, turning on uh, the Netflix. And, uh, I'm pretty sure you've watched this also, but, uh, but space force has been just such a huge relief to be able to, yeah. to laugh at that nonsense. Oh, it's been great. I I don't quite. I mean, I I think I do understand the the uh, the bad reviews that it got because I think the people were were expecting it to be Michael Scott from The Office, right? And it's totally not. Like he's a relatively competent person who has one liners and zingers that are awesome, <laughs> right? So so yeah, things like that, and uh, and you know, I've been watching Queer Eye and that kind of stuff just to just to escape a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I just I just feel uh, just like like again, the world is in chaos, and and even this conversation, I feel like we're all over the place right now. Well, we kind of are. I mean, society is all over the place, right? I mean, we're a good representation of what's going on in the world right now, and you know, I, I get, this show is all about you know two common average guys, right? <laughs> and we're all over the place, just like everyone else. But yeah. fortunately, we we do do the show, and we do get the uh the benefit of bringing on an expert to talk to us about things that we can do to help with that chaos yeah and and one of those things as we mentioned at the beginning of the show is uh is floating if if you are privileged enough to have access to uh one of these places here in Seattle there are several and we talked to uh, Andrew Lop now he's one of the owners of Float Seattle you know I'll let him get into the details of it but this is something that has sort of been on my radar for a few months. Uh, I was actually given a gift certificate to go and try them out a while ago, and then everything sort of shut down. But the concept of getting into this big capsule-like tub and just floating for an hour was very intimidating to me. Just the I don't I'm not necessarily a super claustrophobic person, but it's happened, and so I was very worried that I was going to get in this thing, freak out, not be able to manage. But as it turns out, it is a super peaceful and a and a lovely escape from the noise of the world, if that's something you're looking for right now. Um, so we had a chance the other day to talk to Andrew, and uh, we just started talking about what floating is and its many benefits. So float tanks themselves come in many different shapes and sizes. Uh, we actually have a few different styles uh, throughout our studios, but the concept is always going to be the same. Um, you're in a basically like a large bathtub 
um, enclosed bathtub with about 10 inches of water. Um, and that water is saturated with over a thousand pounds of uh, medical grade Epsom salt, uh, which is magnesium sulfate. Um, and so that density in the water is what allows you to perfectly float, um, essentially on top of the water. Um, and then the environment is also uh, controlled for, for sound, for light and temperature. Um, usually there's a little guiding light inside, so it's not pitch black when you get in, but once you get in, you turn the light off. Um, the temperature is controlled to so the, both the air and the water uh, are at skin temperature, which is about 93.5 degrees. Um, and although we do have options to listen to music on some of our tanks, um, the traditional way to float is, is with no music. Um, and basically what happens, uh, some people, you know, there's that worry of with nothing in there, with nothing to do, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> but actually what happens is, um, you know, with all, without all that external stimuli, you know, right now, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at you guys, I'm sitting on a bench, there's smells, there's all these different things that our body, even if we're not consciously thinking about it, our body and our brain are constantly processing all this stuff. Uh, so once you get into an environment where all of that is taken away, uh, what happens is you're allowed to kind of downregulate your nervous system and this happens automatically. Um, and you're just allowed, you're allowed to rest in a way that's, that's very profound and unlike anywhere else, um, you know, in your daily life, even when you're, even when you're laying in bed, going to sleep, you're still feeling the effects of gravity. And it, I should say that's, that's honestly one of the biggest parts of this getting away from gravity that's working on us all day your, your head that's on top of your body, that's a bowling ball in and of itself, you know? Um, and so taking away external stimuli and gravity, your body's allowed to rest, your brain kind of follows suit. Um, it, it's something that, that definitely has to be experienced to, to really understand what it's like. Um, Jeremy, that's a good, good segue. You that is a good segue. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you, uh, let me sneak in the back door the other day to, to try it out. And, uh, you know, I do have to say, um, in, in recent years, I've I've been more and more open to things that are that are scary to me. Uh, I don't I'm not necessarily a person who deals with claustrophobia, but that was my big concern was I'm going to get in this thing. It's going to be pitch black. I'm going to freak out and I'm right. not going to know what to do. Um, but I, I, as we discussed at that time, I've uh, I've spent some time meditating in recent years. Um, I've, I've done some things that I think sort of helped prepare me for this, because when I got in that thing, I could not believe how at home I was almost immediately like as soon as I because you kind of sit in it and you you feel buoyant, but it isn't, it isn't until you lay back that you feel it just pick you up. And there was just this weird I just kept having visions of like being held as a child because you're just so thoroughly supported in every inch of your body. And it's kind of creepy. Like I would wave my hand under me to just go like, there's really I'm really just on water. It is the yeah. most profound feeling, but it just. And it was kind of emotional, that feeling of like, I just, of just pure 100% physical support to just be able to fully let go and release. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's definitely strange for a lot of people that that first five, 10 minutes, but we, you know, it, I really encourage people to like, just be a kid in there for a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? like bounce around you totally like, you play spaceman you totally play yeah. spaceman and, and bounce around and pretend especially because your tanks have the uh you have the starlight mode or whatever so right. it's just it's super fun to just kind of bounce around and be like god th i'm this is what it's kind of like in space except not naked yeah i, I will <laughs> say you do have to avoid splashing that's that's right. the one 
really the worst thing that can happen in there is getting salt in your eyes. There's a lot of salt in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I other than that, definitely, definitely play around. It, have fun. Dodges that bullet for sure. Um, Zach, uh, you've, you've done this in the past too. What's your experience with floating? Yeah. So the first time I did it, I was, my wife bought me a gift certificate and it was sh- shortly after I realized that um, I had a little bit, little anxiety problem as an off the charts anxiety problem. <laughs> and I, I still remember like the first 10 minutes I was in there, my mind wouldn't shut off. I was like, how does this tank work? What's in the water? What's the light? Where's the switch for the light? Like I was just analyzing everything inside of the tank. Yep. And then I spent the next 30 minutes kind of freaking out um, <laughs> because I was done analyzing and it was like the last 10 minutes where my body finally was like, okay, enough rest. Mm-hmm. And I got like 10 minutes in my very, of, of my first visit. And that last 10 minutes was awesome. Like it was, I, I came out really refreshed and that actually is what brought me back. But for someone with my anxiety level, it was, I, no one explained what I'd experienced. I just kind of went and did it. Yep. And um, so it was definitely interesting, but something that I, wanted to do again did again and now i'm in an area where there's really no option so oh, <laughs> you gotta get one in your house then that's the only <laughs> um i i actually thought about it i was thinking you know like during this whole um pandemic i was like i wonder like how many places with like cryo chambers or infrared saunas or or things like that are actually like closing shop and i wonder if i could score something like that for a good deal yeah, you'd be surprised. There's also, um, I know there's companies that make at-home tanks. Um, they're a little more affordable. They're maybe not as soundproof, but they're they're almost like tents. Uh, they've mm-hmm. got all the other bells and whistles, but just not the kind of the fancy, you know, polymer shell. Right. But um, you were talking about the anxiety issue, and that's something yeah. that I've heard from a lot of people that deal with anxiety is they feel like I couldn't do that. There's no way I could just do nothing because I, I have family members that literally can't do one thing it, like watching TV has to be accompanied with catching up on checking, sorry, catching up on email or, or whatever other project can be done simultaneously. So this is, that's, I think one of the biggest things that would prevent a population that I think desperately needs this kind of time uh, from, from coming in. So what would you tell someone like Zach who would be coming in for the first time to help them be at ease about trying something like this? Yeah, I think that there's a few important components there. Um, one is just, you know, you, you express the the worry about feeling claustrophobic. I think that's a big part of it. And just the first thing that we really try to do is remind people that they are in control of the experience. Um, yeah, you've signed up for an hour float session, which, which is kind of the standard time. Um, but, you know, practice opening and closing that door when you get in. Um, turn the light on and off a couple of times, like, you're in control of that whole thing. You can get out and shower, take a halftime break if you need to. Um, you know, there's no one holding you into the tank. And if you get out, um, if you get out early and you want to go home, no questions asked, you know, um, we'll definitely try to, you know, we'll ask you how the experience was, but you know, it's a, it's really up to you. Sure. And then the other part of it is, um, like Zach was saying, something that we really try to do is, one, one experience is, is not going to be enough for most people. Um, you're getting in there. It's a brand new experience, brand new environment. You're, most people are going to be analyzing to some, to some extent. And it's going to take you, to, especially depending on your stress levels that day, how they are just normally throughout your life. 
it takes some people a lot longer than others just to reach that space where they're like, oh, I'm relaxed. Um, and the thing is that gets better and gets faster the more that you get in the float tank. Um, and so we really try to encourage people to float around three times uh, within, within a month or so uh, when they're first starting out. And you kind of, there really is a learning curve. Um, and once you, once you get over that, like for me, it's, it's just as comfortable as getting in bed. And I, there's a, there's a purpose to being in there. I, I'm in there to rest. I'm in there to let go. Um, but you're not going to learn that in one float. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to gain that muscle memory. It's, so. it's interesting you mentioned that because even when I was in there, I was thinking, cause whenever I do something new like this, I'm, I'm always looking for that, that deeper sort of spiritual experience. I've, I've had a couple that I feel like now I'm, I'm sort of chasing the dragon and trying to find that, that deep spiritual yeah. connection. And so whenever I do something like this, I'm always hoping that it's going to open this door to like, wow, that was, I got there again. It opened that door to me. Um, and, and I didn't quite get there this time, but I could tell that I could. Yeah. It's, it's, I could, I, it's just like you're saying, I was feeling like if I did this a few more times, I feel like I could get into a space where I could do some real, some real deep, like inner work, you know, from, Absolutely. If, if you know and, and to, just to get in again, I'm, I'm no expert, uh, but I, I love this stuff. I nerd out on it all the time, but a lot of the, the really cool uh, science that is coming out about around floating uh, is actually similar to stuff that they're learning about psychedelics. Um, and the, the space that you get into, um, especially with some more practice in the float tank, again, just same as the uh, breath work, which we, we can get into as well. Um, those, these are two, um, two modalities that not using any substances <laughs> that you can get to some similar places. Um, but are you guys familiar with uh, the default mode network in the brain? A little bit. Let's talk about it. So they, they've figured out that um, there are these parts of the brain that work together that are essentially, um, you know, the scientific, you know, um, comparison to, to what we call the ego. Um, and it's the part of the brain that is constantly ruminating, creating stories. Um, it's going back and forth between past and future, um, you know, ruminating on the past, planning for the future. Uh, funny enough, that's also where we get anxiety and stress. You know, it's uh, these I've heard I've heard this term before that I love. These are diseases of time travel, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, constantly going back and forth between the past and the future. And meditation, breath work, psychedelics in a lot of ways, uh, but especially the float tank, uh, it's a very gentle way to get into the space where the default mode network naturally starts to power down um, and your subconscious is allowed to kind of come out and play. Um, it's a similar state you can get into when you're dreaming as well. Um, and so this is a space where you, you can basically turn off all these automatic, um, you know, patterns that run all the time, these, these programs, um, and allow yourself to start making new connections. Um, another, another analogy that I love is like, you know, you snowboard or ski down a hill, you know, you keep going down the same, same spot, you're going to, you're going to make these grooves. And so if you develop these practices where you're, you're turning off the default mode network, essentially you're putting fresh snow onto that, onto those tracks. Um, and then the next time you go down, you have the freedom to create um, new behaviors, new thought patterns, et cetera. Um, and again, that's my, you know, <laughs> very rudimentary way of, of explaining it. Sure. But, um, hopefully, hopefully that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the way I like to see it is you're, you're getting into these spaces with meditation and floating where you're, you're cultivating space inside of you and you're, you're cultivating space so that you have more freedom to, 
respond instead of react to situations um, and and just you know be able to to think more clearly instead of just yeah instead of just reacting as, as life comes your way I, I know for me that's what I got into the tank wanting to find and I was totally blown away um, at the physical uh, effect that I felt and when when you were guiding me through sort of how this was going to work and you mentioned putting my arms up over my head I typically have some shoulder pain and I thought, oh, that's, that's not going to work for me. That's going to hurt. But it was amazing. Again, that just pure support made that, made that the most comfortable position. But you also mentioned how it was going to open up uh, my spine and, and kind mm-hmm. of let that relax. And it was the weirdest feeling to be floating totally weightless. And I could feel that, that opening up in my spine. And it almost felt like, like my back was being massaged by floating on the water and when yeah, I got out of there, I had like really no subtle pain. traction. It kind of helped, helps everything decompress. Um, and again, you like just laying in bed, that's, that's not going to happen. You need that support. You need all of those little muscles along your spine are finally able to, to let go in a way that, that is just not possible with gravity. So, yeah. Are there other uh, physical effects that, that people could experience, uh, that, that haven't tried this before? Absolutely. Um, so the, the two main physical components would be the relief from gravity, which, which does a lot for your spine, but also, also your joints, you know, your neck, et cetera. But um, the Epsom salt itself is a natural anti-inflammatory. And so you probably heard of, you know, athletes take Epsom salt baths all the time. Um, you know, you can, it's, it's good for your skin as well. Um, but, you know, especially if you, if you've just done a hard workout or if you, you know, if you're injured, if you've just got achy joints and muscles, um, you know, just taking an Epsom salt bath is going to do wonders for you, but there's, there's a thousand pounds in, in these float tanks. So <laughs> yeah, I do. Very, I do. very multiple effect. I, I do Epsom salt baths, uh, pretty frequently and, uh, definitely super helpful, but like, you know, the, the tub that I have, I can't really get my whole body in there for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I do remember that at the last time I floated was, Hey, I'm, I'm getting one of these baths, but I mean, it's covering a good majority of my body and it's 10 times more powerful than what I could do at home. Yep. Yeah. The one thing I, I wish my, my knees could be underwater because my knees yes. are giving the biggest, most trouble. So totally. I guess just got to take a bath at home for that. But so you guys right. are, uh, you guys are about to open up, uh, after a couple months of being closed from the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, I, I would imagine that that's a huge relief for you, obviously. Um, but Absolutely. But also, you know, you're inviting people into a kind of an intimate space. So what do people need to know to feel safe and, and, and put them at ease that they're not going to get sick from from trying this experience? Absolutely. Um, I think we're a lot, you know, we're, we're very well positioned um, compared to a lot of other businesses just by nature of, of the flow of people coming in and out already. Um, our studios are, are big enough where there's essentially social distancing built in. You're, you're not going to be you know, super close, like you are at a grocery store or anything. Um, there's at, at most, there's going to be four to six people here at a time. So as far as the social distancing, we've got that covered. Um, we had already ramped up our, our cleaning protocols. Um, you know, we spray down, this was before we, before we closed down, uh, we're spraying down every touch point, uh, in the building from the lobby to the rooms, to the tea area, the bathrooms, um, we've also got these fancy UV wands that we're excited to play with. <laughs> um, but the float tanks themselves, the float rooms, uh, I think is the most important thing. Um, and we have, um, you know, the most high-tech filtration systems you can possibly get for, for a float tank. They've got uh, one micron uh, filter bags that 
catches everything from skin cells to dirt to hair, all the things you don't want to think about <laughs> that are in a float tank. <laughs> it takes care of that. Uh, but also uh, it's going to run through a UV filter and uh, an ozone and hydrogen peroxide are both pumped into the tanks in between every float for 15 minutes. Um, and so that's enough to kill any virus, bacteria, microorganisms. Um, and so we're, you know, we, we upgraded um, our GreenLake studio, and that was the last uh, studio that needed that upgrade. And so we're, we're fully confident um, in the flow tanks themselves um, in, in being virus-free and safe for everyone to use. So Nice. So the worst, the worst thing I'm going to find in there is what's going on in my head. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm sure it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, you don't know me very well. So. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're human and <laughs> yep. yeah and i think this touches on what we were talking about earlier but just just as a reminder you know we're i think we're all going through one of the most stressful times uh individually but also as a species on the planet um, and especially in our communities and i really hope that people turn to float tanks but also other self-care modalities um just to help themselves out during this time um and again back to that you know, we're dealing with stress and anxiety. These are conditions of past and future. Um, developing meditation practices and getting in a flow tank. Um, it's a way to, to be present with yourself um, and really make good decisions and uh, start thinking a little more clearly, a little more positively. Our thanks to our guest, Andrew Lopnow. He's one of the co-owners of Float Seattle, and uh, they have a number of locations around the Seattle area. And there's a link to their uh, business on our website, thefitmess.com. If you want to book an appointment and go check it out, I, I, you know, like I said, I highly recommend it. It was a, a wonderful experience, very peaceful. And I think I told him um, during the, the sort of the tour that that under the best of circumstances, I've got little kids, which means there's a lot of noise in my house. And so in the best of circumstances, having a place to go and just be in pure quiet and pure weightlessness and just have to give yourself that time is an incredibly powerful tool and, and a great way to relieve a lot of stress. So given the fact that these are not the best of circumstances, uh, if, if you have the, the means, I, I highly recommend getting into one of these tanks and trying it out. And, and you've done this in the past yourself. Yeah, I've done it a few times. And just so everyone knows, see it, these are not unique to Seattle. They're all over the place. There's, there's a couple of places here in Albany, um, but wherever you live, there's probably one close by. So just do a quick search. Um, I, I will, you know, as I said in the interview, like if you have bad anxiety, it's tough mm -hmm. to actually get comfortable with it. Right. Because for me anyway, being quiet and being, you know, turning off all of my senses, well, then I can just hear my heartbeat mm -hmm. And anxiety attack goes into full bore. So like it's uh, you can have a little bit of a struggle with it if you have a lot of anxiety. But once you get past it and the few I, it took me a few tries to go once I got past it, it was like, this is actually pretty amazing. Nothing is in here. You don't yeah. bring anything with you. You can dismiss your thoughts at some point. It's it's wonderful. And and I run the other way. But but even um, with a more depressed point of view, uh, it, I as I mentioned in the interview, I went in there looking for some sort of a spiritual connection, some sort of, you know, chasing that dragon of, the, of those experiences I've had in the past. And so that was where my mind kept going was, when do I get that? When do I feel that? When, am I, mm -hmm. I going to fall asleep? And is it going to be some crazy dream? Like, so 
that was where my, my mind was going. It wasn't so much dealing with the stress that I brought into it or, or any of the other things. It was just this sense of like, okay, what's, what's going to happen here? This is going to be great. What's, when, when does that thing happen? And then the music chimes in and you're like, oh, I got to get out now? Oh, that sucks. All right. Yeah, see, I, I had the complete opposite, right? So I got in and was like, okay, what happens if I fall asleep? If I fall asleep and I roll over, can I really drown in 10 inches of water? <laughs> I think the, the salty taste would, would wake you up pretty quickly. I would certainly hope so. But I, of course, I imagined all the worst case scenarios like, oh, what happens if the power goes out while I'm in here? Am I going to be locked in here? What? Right. Can it, anyone hear me scream? Just everything. So <laughs> if I can't hear anything, how are they going to hear me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyways, so there you go. Uh, check it out. There's a link on our website to Float Seattle. But again, if you're not in the Seattle area, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can find one, uh, hopefully, uh, somewhere nearby where you live. Um, in terms of a challenge this week, I think we are continuing the challenge that we set forth uh, several weeks ago with just the, the making sure we get in that daily exercise to burn off the the calories and the stress and all of the things. And so I, th I think we're just going to continue that because that is working well and, and the challenge is a good motivation to keep going. Yeah. And you've been continuing on with the Sean T workouts. I'm pretty confident that my bruised rib was actually a cracked rib because it still hurts. So I've been doing the workouts um, that Chad Southwick has been putting out through his gym here in the area. Um, not every day, but and I had to modify quite a bit, but I am working out significantly more than I was a couple of weeks ago anyway. So I got the physical part down. Now I think the new challenge is how do we quiet our minds down a little bit yeah. during all of this chaos? And and. It's a, it's a good place to start. And uh, so with that, we will wrap things up and call it good for a couple of weeks. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to the show at thefitness.com or on whatever device you use to get your podcast. Uh, and please spread the word. Anything you can do to help us grow our little show uh, really means a lot to us and, and helps us uh, reach a lot more people and hopefully end up uh, offering them the help that we're trying to put out into the world. So um, thanks again for your support and for listening to the show. We'll be back in just a couple of weeks at thefitmess.com. See you, everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and does not seem to lack anything, but we do need a legal disclaimer. Jeremy and Zach are not doctors. They do not play them on the internet, and even if they did play them on the internet, they would be really bad at it. Please consult your physician prior to implementing any changes that you heard on this podcast. The listener assumes that Jeremy and Zach do not know what they are talking about and that you will do your own research on the topics talked about on this podcast. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.